Welcome to Peer to Peer the Podcast, brought to you by Rainer. This episode of Peer to Peer the Podcast is one of four limited edition episodes dedicated to Omidria, which will be of particular interest to our listeners in the United States. Tune in as top surgeons have great conversations with their peers about the impact of using Omidria on patient outcomes and their experiences introducing it to their clinics. In this third installment of our peer-to-peer podcast focusing on Omidria, we turn our attention to clinical performance and results from clinical studies conducted with Omidria. Among the research that has been conducted on Omidria are a series of studies that have focused on opioid use during cataract surgery and the effect of intracameral 1% phenylephrine and 0.3% ketorolac, which is Omidria, in reducing the intraoperative need for pain medications. This includes a study led by Dr. Eric Donenfeld, an ophthalmologist in New York, which I will detail later in this podcast, as well as two studies conducted by Dr. Denise Viscal that focus on post-cataract surgery anti-inflammatory regimens on the incidence of cystoid macular edema, iritis, pain, and photophobia. The first study was published in 2020, and the follow-up study recently published in JCRS. Dr. Visco, can you please tell us what your studies have uncovered? We had approximately 895 was the steroid arm. So what we did was we went retrospectively back enough to look at patients that had the NSAID two days pre-op, we did a, we do an NSAID for 10 weeks post-op, and then do the steroid uh, taper over um, four weeks or so. And then, um, and so we compared that arm with eliminating that steroid and then ju- and replacing, you know, essentially that steroid with omidria in the operating room. When we initially went to 10 weeks, we were looking at the uh, the data, that the published data on on CME, how long, uh, what's the peak incidence of CME postoperatively, and it's usually six to eight weeks, and we stop using our our products right around then. So I said, well, let's you know extend what we do to ten weeks. So that's how we wound up with that base yeah. um, protocol where we were using the steroid for four weeks, the NSAID, NSAID for ten weeks postoperatively. And but that that data is old, right? You know? So we had a good period of time where we just quit the steroid, used the omidria, and then had the ten week post op NSAID. And so we took the patients up until we started to change the NSAID down to six weeks and four weeks, so that you could compare apples to apples. the The interesting thing for for me with the with the data when I started looking back at it, it's so few patients that wind up with CME. But then when you actually statistically look at how many were in each group, we had three times the rate of CME in the steroid group than we did in the omidria group. It was about 5.8% with the steroid, uh-huh. and then it was less than uh, 2% with, the, uh, with omidria. Right. And then we also looked at the extra post-op visits uh, for if they came in with photophobia two weeks or four weeks or whenever up to um, you know, their 90-day post-op period or if they um, had some rebound iritis where we had to add a steroid in or go to a stronger steroid, it wound up being twice as much in the steroid population of rebound iritis and uh, photophobia as in the omidria group. So it was actually half the amount when we used omidria. None of the patients in, in the study that we looked at had any adverse um, effect from the omidria. It, it just was a really positive experience. The other study that Dr. Visco has published in JCRS included 647 patients, a total of 1,001 eyes, 
who received either a 0.4 milligram dexamethasone intracanalicular insert or a course of postoperative topical NSAIDs for four weeks. In this study, Omidra was used in both arms, and the postoperative NSAID regimen was able to be reduced from 10 to 4 weeks without an increase in CME, iritis, pain, or photophobia. Another interesting study on the use of Omidra is one conducted by Dr. Stephen Silverstein, who practices in Kansas City, Missouri, which focused on high-risk cataract patients. Welcome, Dr. Silverstein. Can you please tell us about the results of your study? I wanted to determine whether in this highest risk group of patients, omidria could help with these issues. So I designed a study, IRB-controlled, randomized, um, double-blinded, non-funded study, where men on tamsulosin um, underwent a routine uncomplicated cataract surgery. Half of them received no omidria in the irrigating solution, and the other half of the um, patient population had omidria in the solution. I was blinded to which um, group the patient was in, and every surgery was recorded both from the perspective of the operating microscope and endoscopically inside the eye. As a result, we were able to create a new grading system for iris flaccidity or billowing by measuring the peak and trough and the number of billows um, in a five-second period as measured endoscopically inside the eye. And what we've determined with the results of this study, uh, much to my pleasant surprise, was that there is a dramatic and statistically significant decrease in the patients who had omidria in the irrigating solution at the time of their surgery for reducing all three facets of IFAS. Iris prolapse was um, reduced 9.3 times less than uh, the group of patients who did not have uh, omidria in the bottle. Um, iris billowing and flaccidity um, was dramatically reduced in both its severity and its excursion, the amount of uh, excursion or rise and fall of the iris. And um, pupillary meiosis measured at 150 time points in the cohort of patients also showed significant maintaining of the pupil diameter, or in other words, helping maintain pupil medriasis during surgery, even in this most difficult group of patients. What is also interesting is patient response to the reduction in postoperative medications when omidria is used in cataract surgery. Let's turn to a prospective randomized study that involved doctors Eric Donenfeld, John Hovanasian, and Chad Hummel. In one group, patients received the standard postoperative drops regimen of a steroid and NSAID using a typical tapering regimen. In the second group, patients received a 0.4 milligram intracameral dexamethasone ophthalmic insert, intracameral ketorlac and phenylephrine, which is omidria, and 500 micrograms of intracameral moxifloxacin. When patients were questioned about which eye regimen they preferred, 96% of patients chose the eye randomized to the dropless regimen with a p-value of 0.0001. In addition to these studies, Rayner is developing a bilateral eye study looking at Omidria's ability to reduce postoperative NSAIDs and eliminate postop steroid drops, while the independent EPICAT study is a four-arm ESCRS-funded clinical study in the EU that is focusing on dropless cataract surgery therapeutic options. The four arms include 1. Omidria, 2. Subconchotriamcinolone, 3. Topical NSAIDs plus topical steroids, and 4. Omidria, plus subconch triumph
a move to dropless cataract surgery could have a number of benefits, including improved patient compliance and reducing the need for additional pain medication without an increase in postoperative complications, such as CME and iritis. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Peer-to-Peer Podcast. Please join me on the next and final podcast in our series on Amidria for a conversation I had with Dr. Bill Wiley. See you then. For more information about this episode's topic and to read the show notes, visit the Peer-to-Peer Hub at reina.com forward slash peer-to-peer dash omidria. If you enjoyed listening to this conversation, please subscribe to our channel to be notified of new episodes. This podcast is provided for general information purposes only. The presenter's views are their own. Rayner does not endorse off-label use. Users must refer to the product labelling and instructions for use for Rayner products in all cases. Not all Rayner products are available in all countries. The full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. Omidria podcasts are for the attention of USA HCPs only. Omidria is distributed by Rayner Surgical Inc. Important safety information. Omidria must be added to irrigating solution prior to use and is contraindicated in patients with known hypersensitivity to any of its ingredients. Systemic exposure of phenylephrine may cause elevations in blood pressure. The most commonly reported ocular adverse reactions at greater than 2% are eye irritation, posterior capsulopacification, increased intraocular pressure and anterior chamber inflammation. Please see the full prescribing information for Omidria at omidriahcp.com forward slash documents forward slash eight forward slash omidria dash prescribing dash information dot pdf.